0: hello and welcome to the jesus and a cup of joe podcast the show that brings you a conversation about jesus the bible and life here is your host royce bottoms I want to welcome all of you to jesus and a cup of joe this is saturday in the south edition we are streaming on youtube and we're doing the podcast at the same time so first foremost i want to welcome all of you to the show thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule To spend it with me, and I hope and pray you're having a fantastic day. Got you a great cup of joe, and you're ready to go. Just like the title says, Saturday in the South, this is Georgia versus Tennessee today. They kick off at 1.30, I'm sorry, 3.30 Eastern Standard Time. It's 1.30 right now, so i got a couple hours before the game kicks off. But I want to talk about some football. I want to talk about Jesus. I want to talk about the Bible. I want to talk about life. Talk a little bit about everything, right? So here's the deal i uh i have been doing some uh live shows on the wisdom uh app It's a platform that allows you to do live stuff and it's it's pretty cool to be honest with you um so it's it's kind of nice to be able to to get on there and interact um i got a pretty decent following i think two hundred and something followers right now um i usually uh stream twice a day. Typically, when I'm going to work, because I got about 30 to 45 minute ride. So, when I'm going to work, I stream um, on there and just kind of talk about different things. It's on my heart, on my mind, and then usually when I'm coming home. So, but today I want to get into something and share something that was given to us during uh, this past Halloween and trick or treating. Um, I'm going to be reading off the back of it. It is a, uh, it is a $1 million bill, to be honest with you. And it says the million-dollar question, will you go to heaven when you die? If you have lied lied, or stolen or used God's name in vain or lusted, which Jesus says is an adultery in Matthew 5.28. If so, God sees you as a liar, a thief, a blasphemer, and an adulterer at heart. If you die in your sins, you will wake up in a terrible place called hell. But there is a good news. Though we broke God's laws, but Jesus paid the fine by dying on the cross. God so loved the world that he gave his only son for whoever will believe in him would never perish but have everlasting life. John 3.16. Then Jesus rose from the dead and he has been seen by hundreds um, of faithful believers. And a handful of prophecies of the promised son and the, and the Savior has been fulfilled. And so today we get a chance to repent and trust in Jesus. Uh, for eternal life, Ephesians 2, 8, 9. So I share all of that with you today, right? That's a little bit of reading off the back of, like I said, this uh, $1 million bill, which is not exactly um, real, all right? So why did I want to share all this with you? Because that's something else I want to get into today. We are in a situation today where it is hard, number one, to love our neighbors. It's It's hard to love ourselves. It's hard to trust anybody around us. Because of all of the, whether it's a, a, economics or political or civil, something of an unrest is causing us to have issues. And so we need to have a a place or a person to put our faith and trust in. And see, people today want to put their trust in anything that's, that's out in front of them because the more they do this, the more they think they're fulfilling a emptiness inside of them. They're fulfilling a need that they have, but the issue lies with this. They're doing nothing but hurting themselves. And what I mean by that is by clinging on to whatever it is, um, you know, thieving, stealing, lying, lusting, stuff of this nature. It feels good to them. So why not? Why not reach upon it and hold on to it? Cause it feels good. And you know what? If I ain't, if, As the old saying, if I'm not getting mine here on this earth, why not go out there and get mine, right? And so it's not about that. It's not about the material things. It's not about how rich you are. It's not about how well off you are. It's about where you are going when you die. All right. Some people believe that there is a heaven and there's a hell. Unfortunately, churches today do not preach hell as much as they should because they don't want to offend the congregation. The issue with that is if you're watering down or sugarcoating the gospel, you're not really presenting the gospel to the congregation and to the to the people that need to hear it. See, I'm a firm believer that God's word never goes out void. Um, every time I have spoke, whether it's through the Wisdom app, through, through this podcast, through the live stream that I'm doing today, it's going out and it's touching someone's life. Whose life is it touching? I don't know. I never get to see uh, the fruits of the labor, but that's fine. Because I'm only doing my small part that God wants me to do. And that's share the good news and the gospel of Jesus Christ to a lost and dying world. Um, So to be able to um, know that there's a place in heaven for me. And to know that this man named Jesus came to this earth and died for me. Is enough for me to put my hope and my faith and my trust in. Okay. Well look at it this way. When everything happened in the Garden of Eden. Okay. We had things that happened in the Garden of Eden. And what it did was it caused a separation between God and man. God created man in his own image. He breathed He, breath, he breathed life into man. And he created woman as a companion. But the only thing he told him to do, he said, look, the only thing you have to do is don't eat of the forbidden fruit. And then along comes Satan. He was a liar and a thief. And he started tempting. And if you notice All the stuff that I read earlier about being a liar and a thief and an adulterer, that's everything Satan is. But see, we are flesh. We have those tendencies and we chase those sort of things. And I'll talk about that in a minute. But Satan turned around and and took Eve and just did some really good fancy tongue work. And the next thing you know it, Eve takes a bite of that forbidden fruit. And then Adam takes a bite of that forbidden fruit. And then long come God walking in the uh, cool of the Eve, as it says. And he started calling out to Adam. And Adam says, here am I. He goes, well, why are you hiding? He goes, because I'm naked. And he says, well, who told you you were naked? And come to find out. This is when he said, hey, did you eat of this? And he goes, yeah, but woman did it. She gave it to me. And so, obviously, we got a blame game there. But here's the, here's where I'm going with this. All right, What Adam undid. In the Garden of Eden, by causing the separation between man and God, causing the separation between us in a relationship with our Heavenly Father, Jesus fixed on the cross when he came to this earth and spent his couple of years doing his ministry work and witnessing and telling the world about um, God and about heaven. And when he went to the cross and he laid down on that cross and remember this now. No man put him on that cross. He laid himself down on that cross. He accepted all of our sins, even my sin and your sin today. Sins that were way beyond the time of of Jesus being on this earth. He took that sin upon us and he paid the price. So he built that bridge. He, He fixed that gap between God and man. Because, see, God cannot see and look upon sin. It's very dirty. And we are sinful creatures. All right. If you look through the Bible, the Bible is full of examples, right? Going with Cain and Abel, going with Sodom and Gomorrah, uh, Abraham, okay? Um, Jacob, uh, Job, you know, Moses, uh, Noah. There's a lot where you see sin and you see destruction, you see lying, you see stealing, but you also see these good moral characters in the Bible too. Just like Job, Job was a faithful man. He never once turned from God, even though when the devil came and basically challenged God and said, you know what? I could do whatever I want to. This man will turn from you. And God said, well, let me tell you something. He's a good and faithful servant. You can do whatever you want to, but you just can't touch his soul. You can't harm him like that. And it said that the devil stripped him of everything. Stripped him of his family, stripped him of his wealth, stripped him of his friends, stripped him of everything. And it said that the only thing that Job ever did was he cursed the day he was born. And it said at the end, it said that, that God restored to him seven times what he originally had because he was faithful. He went through what Satan brought. And seeing that's something else that we need to look at today, ladies and gentlemen, is God tests us on a daily basis. And I know some people may say, "Well, I don't believe in that or I don't think that's fair. Why does he do that? That's being mean." No, because he knows the trials and the tribulations we're going to go through. He knows the the trouble times we're going to go through. He knows that Satan's out there and he's going to tempt us. So what he does is he prepares us. And it's just like um if you ever seen the history channel, they have a show I think it's called Forge where uh it's a competition where uh Basically, knife makers come together and they make all these knives and it's got to hold up to all these tests. And if it's strong enough and it holds without breaking, that person wins and comes back the next week type deal. But the point I want to drive on this is when they're making these blades... They have to fire them. They have to put them in in, and test them, basically heat up the metal. They quench it. They reheat it. They quench it and back and forth until it hardens that steel. And see, I believe that's what God does with us. When we're going through trials and tribulations or hard times in our life, he's not forsaking us. He's not leaving us. He's with us, but he's working through it with us. But he's allowing us to get a little battle-hardened to where we can handle something harder the next time. It's kind of like um um in the Bible where I believe it's it's uh it's Isaiah and he's he's talking about the potter and the clay, you know, and where the potter was trying to make a, a a pot and the clay stuck and was messing up. And so what did he do? He he took all the clay, refixed it, put it back on the wheel and started doing it again. And see, that's what God does in our life. But see, go a little step further. Once you get that clay pot, okay, just like this tea glass that I'm holding up in front of the camera, you guys on the podcast can't see this, just like this tea glass, it's plastic. Let's say it is pottery. Let's say it's made out of clay. Once it's designed and shaped, it's got to be fired. It's got to be put basically like a coating put on it, a glaze, or what they call glazing, and it has to be fired. That's what gives it its toughness. Now, see, when I was a kid, I made... What back then we called them ashtrays because everybody smoked. But I made an ashtray for my parents, for my mom. And it's the most ugliest thing I've ever seen. And I still have it today because she gave it back to me. But the thing I'm going with is between all the moves that I've done, all the packing I've done, all the wear and tear that that poor thing. Because it's never had any ashes put in it. But it's had a lot of wear and tear from moving and handling and all that. It's got chips. It's got cracks. It's got dings. It's got scratches. It has been through. The, the tough times. Now, if I wanted to take this to a uh, person who does uh, clay work, I could get them to fix it, put a little clay on it, smooth it out. But the imperfections also tell a story. And that's with us in our life. We all have imperfections. We all have dings and dents and scars and, and marks in our lives but it's our that's our story that's our story to tell people and see that also gets us ready for the next battle because what what did what did uh, the lord tell us about the whole armor of god about putting it on and he went piece by piece from head to toe talking about all the pieces of the armor that you need and the reason why you need it and if you ever noticed okay and if you look look at this up google it or whatever and you're looking at ancient armor you will find that sometimes ancient armor did not have any armor on the backside of a person. It was always on the front. And the reason why was, typically that person would never um, retreat. So therefore, you know, there was no need to expose their backsides in a sense. But see, I'm a believer that God gives us everything that we need to stand because he knows Satan's out there going to try to trip us up, going to try to do what he has to do to us. To, to get us farther and farther away from God. And if Satan's able to do that, he can win. And see, that's what people don't understand. The battle is still raging, but the war is over. If you look in the book of Revelations, you go to the end of the Bible, you go to the the, the last page or so, you're going to find out the war is over. The, the battle is over. God wins. But see, Satan's upset. He knew he lost when Jesus rose from the grave. When Jesus came out of that tomb... He knew he made a mistake because I believe in my heart of hearts that when uh, Jesus went to the cross, I believe Satan was there. I believe Satan was one of the uh, the people that was whispering in other people's uh, ears to crucify him and to holler all that nasty stuff that I believe they hollered at Jesus. But see, when he when Jesus gave up the spirit and he died, I believe that Satan took his hands, washed his hands, said, "Okay, look, that's done. That was easy. I got rid of this man. So now I ain't got to worry about it. But see what Satan didn't plan on and what he failed to realize is in three days, that stone was gone. Jesus rose from the grave and he's been sitting at the right hand of the father, making a way for you and I to go to heaven. And that's what it's about today. It's all about where you're at in your life. Okay, if you're here and you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your savior, today's the day that you can do that. All right, here it is, November the 5th, 2022. You have an opportunity given to you today, not from me, but from the Lord to accept him as your personal savior. And I'm telling you, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. And some people may say, hey, you know what? I don't have time for this. I don't believe in this or whatever the situation is. But I'm here to tell you, it's hard to go through your life without having the Lord on your side. Yeah, you can do it for a short period of time. It's kind of like the people... That you see in your life that does everything wrong, everything illegal or not right or anything like this, but they flourish. But see, if you're sitting there and you're doing things right and you're following the law and you're doing everything that you're supposed to be doing and you're not flourishing, it gets frustrating, does it not? But see, my wife told me this one time and and. Since she's told me this, it's really sunk in and I really see this more and more. And she said this. She said, look, let me tell you. She said, this may be the only heaven these people get to see. So all of this money and this riches and this wealth and this good luck and all of this that they have, this may be it for them. Okay. This may be it for them. They may not ever enter the kingdom of heaven because they haven't accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as their savior. Just like uh I'm a firm believer. This is hell on earth. Because I believe when Lucifer was kicked out of heaven, he was sent to hell to be, to, to be over dominion of it. I mean, they talk about the lake of fire and stuff of this nature. Some scientists have looked at the, at the earth and said, you know what? It's got, a, it's got a core of magna in the middle. So this could potentially be hell. So you got to think about it. If you're a follower of Christ, you're doing what you're supposed to do. You're, you're trying to live your life the best that you can. The devil's on top of you because, see, I shared this with the folks on the Wisdom um, platform the other day on the ride home, and I'll share it with you. If you're a non believer you don't know what I'm talking about because the devil's never jumped on you. You've never had any problems. You've never had anything go wrong. And the reason why? Because you're not walking with the Lord. You are already hanging out with him, shaped chasing shiny things living living in this world following the flesh and doing stuff like this it's the believers it's the followers of Christ it's the the Christians is the one that that Satan's after because once we accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as our savior now he knows he doesn't have a hold on us anymore. So now it's all about how far can I pull him back? I mean, look at the prodigal son. If you ever get a chance, open up your Bible and read the prodigal son. That is us, ladies and gentlemen. That is us when we get away from the Lord and we realize what, what has happened. And then we come running back and the Lord is standing there with his arms wide open, ready to accept us back. You know, some people have once uh, asked me, they said, well, why does God or why does Jesus not love me and turn his back on me? And I said, you know what? Jesus never goes anywhere. The Lord never goes anywhere. Our heavenly father's always standing there. We're the ones that go away from him. We're the ones that turns our back on him and says, you know what? I like it. I, that's good and all, but now I need to go. And it's like, uh, what was it? Uh, this is 22. So about a year or so ago, you had a lot of pastors. You had a lot of uh, youth ministers and stuff like this. that started coming out of the woodwork. And the first thing they were saying is, well i gave it a lot of thought i'm not really into this whole uh following jesus thing i think there's more out there and see that was me thinking to myself that satan is out there running rampant and causing confusion in these people's lives and please understand what i'm about to tell you on the stream and on the podcast it's real simple god is not the author of confusion that's lucifer all right god is not the author of confusion so if you have confusion in your life trying to listen to what the Lord has to say, you need to check yourself. For the simple fact is, the Satan will do whatever he has to do to manipulate you and get you further and further away. That's why the Bible talks about we have to test the Spirit. Because some people believe, well, I got the Holy Spirit in me. I have the Holy Spirit on me. It's all good. It's all driven by God. It's all great. no. Satan is a a thief and a liar and he's able to mask himself and take on the form and the shape of things. Um one of the shows that my wife and I are watching um it's on uh what is it? It's on the Paramount Plus channel. It's called Evil. All right. I think it came on channel 69 or or that's what it is here in Georgia. Um but it's about this this gentleman who's trying to be a catholic priest and this psychiatrist this therapist and they're trying to unravel the mysteries of the the catholic church in a sense of possessions and stuff of this nature and they have a figurehead which is in my opinion represents satan and and he's taking the form of man and he's causing all kinds of issues and problems and so it's a good show for the simple fact is for me when i'm look at it it's not so much you know Uh, just to watch a show, just to watch a show. But it reminds me that, you know what? There are angels. There are demons. There is Lucifer loose on this earth, just like I believe the Lord Jesus Christ walks upon this earth from time to time. And so there's a lot of things that are out there and there's a lot of traps that is set for us. And all it takes is our faith to be weakened just by a little bit. And then we are vulnerable. And as soon as we're vulnerable, we're going to be attacked. And that's one of the things I believe. All right. So that is the the message I wanted to bring today was to talk about salvation and to talk about Jesus. I want to spend the next few minutes kind of changing um, up a little bit before I stop the podcast and I continue on with the live stream. But that is to say this. Today is college football. I'm loving it. Georgia is taking on Tennessee. Number one, Tennessee is taking on number three, Georgia. I think it'll be a good game. And I think it'll be interesting here in, in about an hour or two. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. Also, if you haven't had a chance, uh, download the Wisdom app. Take a look at it. See what you think. It's it's really neat as a podcast platform. Um, and it's evolving and it's becoming a good tool. One of the things you're able to do, you're using your phone, whether it's an Android or an Apple. But you're able to take and download the audio. So if you do a show, you're able to download that audio and you can use it in your podcast. And that's something I may do later on, but I'm trying to work out a few things right now. So other events that's coming up real quick before I get ready to stop the uh, the podcast is this. Jesus and a Cup of Joe is growing. Um, we just broke, I think about a week or so ago, 10,000 downloads or plays. So that's fantastic. I want to thank the Lord for that because it's listeners like you that is listening to this podcast, that's supporting this ministry. Um, our website is up and running real good, jesusandacupofjoe.com. I want to invite everybody to take a look at that. Uh, go to our social media pages, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Take a look at that and check out everything, you know, and see what all's out there. So you guys here on the stream, I'm fixing to be right back. I'm going to get ready to stop this uh, this episode on this podcast, and I'll be right back with you guys.